Hey friend, and welcome to Friendship with Kendra, the podcast. My name is Kendra, and today we're talking all about dating and setting up your friends. This episode goes out to all the people who want to be set up and to the people who can help make the setup happen. On the podcast, we have Maddie Vincent. Maddie is the Director of Marketing at Proverbs 31 Ministries, and she knows how to throw a great themed party. Oh, and she's the girl who introduced me to my now husband, so she knows a thing or two about setting up friends. All right, so grab your favorite kind of chips, and let's get started. Maddie, I am so excited that you are a guest on Friendship with Kendra, the podcast. Welcome, welcome. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. This is such an honor and a pleasure and an exciting moment in my life, honestly. Oh, definitely a highlight for sure. Yeah. And top 10 best things ever happened to you. Friendship with Kendra definitely tops the list. You're joking, but I'm real. I'm real. So. All right. All right. Um, well, the reason why I had you on the podcast, number one, you're just a great friend all around, but you and I were talking at work one day and we were talking all about setting friends up with other people. So setting your single friends up with other people. And the cool thing about you is you have a pretty good track record with setting people up. I did just find out you're not a hundred percent in your setup rate. But before we get into setting up friends and how that all works, I do have a question for you. I call them chip breakers. And that is, you would consider yourself a sandwich critic, correct? Yes. Oh, aspiring sandwich critic. Okay. So aspiring sandwich critic. You're not necessarily famous for your sandwich recommendations, but I would say people reach out to you and ask you where like the best one is in Charlotte. At least I have. So maybe (laughs) by people, I mean me. Yeah. Um, I have been called one time in an email, the Charlotte Metro area sandwich critic. So, oh my God. I mean, I guess maybe I am. I feel like you're really working your way up to maybe having a, a side hustle, if you will. Yeah. Um, but what would you say is your favorite sandwich and where do you, where is it from? Okay. Well, my most recent favorite sandwich is from a place in San Francisco. I knew you were going to say California. I knew it. I knew it wasn't going to be local to Charlotte. I'm sorry. Well, okay. Well, I'll do both. No, you can do. No, it was your favorite sandwich of all time. I just like knew I was never going to ever have it. (laughs) Maybe I'll bring it back for you one time. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Well, this place in San Francisco called Be On The Go and they make their own bread. It's a Be On The Go. It's a sandwich shop that's part of a patisserie, a patisserie called Bee Patisserie. So Bee on the Go makes their own bread and it's really delicious. And they have the sandwich. It's a roast beef sandwich. It has like roasted red peppers on it. Yum. Cheese. And then there's garlic aioli on it, which aioli is- I could just eat aioli with a spoon. I know. It's not like kind of gross. Yeah, it's it's so funny because everybody is like bananas over aioli. Like they think it's so good, but it's just fancy mayonnaise. Right, but I love mayonnaise. I love mayonnaise too. I think that mayonnaise is kind of a um, triggering topic to some people. Like people People freak out or really hate it. There's kind of no in between. Yeah, you're a mayonnaise. You would say you're a mayonnaise 
fan. I do like mayonnaise. I even like dipping French fries in mayonnaise. Absolutely. Wow. Me too. We could just spend the whole podcast talking about mayonnaise, but that would really freak some people out and people would probably tune out. So we will not sit at that topic. Um, but that's good to know that, that your favorite sandwich as of now is in San Francisco. Yes. As of now, but it could change next week. Right. That's the fun part about being a sandwich critic. Um, all right. So Maddie, one of the, well, I should tell everyone listening that the reason I'm married today is because of God, but also because of you, like you are right up there with how this all worked out because you set me up with my now husband, all because you did. And it's, and you didn't even think we were going to work out, which I think is another part of the story. And you don't even have to feel good about the couple that you're setting up. It's just the fact that you do it. And I think that's what I want to talk about most today is, you know, when you're single and somebody says to you, Hey, I really want you to meet so-and-so. I think you guys would really hit it off. And then they don't set you up. Does that ever happen to you? Yeah. And it's, it's so annoying. And And I'm like, head is just reeling of like, what if they like, what, what would happen if they did set me up? And then you're like stalking them on Instagram and you're like, we probably would work out really, really well. And you're just like waiting for that connection, you know? Yeah. So the thing that is so special about you, Kendra, have you ever told the podcast about your year of dating? No, that has never been shared. You have to, you have to share it. Okay. Let me give you everyone a quick recap. So 2019 rolls around. And so I decided to delete all dating apps that I love dating apps. I thought they were so, so fun, but I wanted to see if I could meet somebody the old fashioned way. So that would be like meeting somebody, some meeting somebody at a restaurant or out with friends or at a coffee shop. And each month I challenged myself to go on one date a month. And Maddie really came through for me in August because I was truly down to the wire of trying to get a date in by the end of August. And she set me up with Will, who is now my husband, but it was quite the Hail Mary because you would say you didn't really think that we were going to work out, correct? No, I was talking to you about date a month and I was very invested in date a month. You were, I really wanted you to hit your quota (laughs) and you said you needed a date for August. And I kept thinking, do I know any single boys? Do I know any single boys? And I just happened to be at a party that week and I saw Will at the party and I asked him, I said, are you single? And he (laughs) said, yeah. And I said, would you want to meet my friend Kendra? And he said, yeah. And I was like, great. Um, But I had no, I didn't know that you guys would get married. I was just trying to help you meet your date quota. Right. I happened to run into Will. I honestly didn't even know Will that well. I just. Which I found out later. Yeah. I just always, whenever I was around Will, I liked him. I thought he was super nice, but I didn't really know him. I had. (laughs) I had no, like, there was no, there's nothing in my mind that was like, I am setting up Kendra with our husband. Like, right. I, well, I think that's part of the fun, like when pressure is off. Right. And so when you set up your friends, maybe, well, I don't know if you're like cocky now when you set people up because you are two for, for two, because you have another couple you set up that are now engaged. But I think there's, there's no pressure when you go to set up your friends. It's just the act of actually setting your friends up, you know? Yeah. It's and that so, follow through that makes you like a good friend, right? Right. Right. Okay. So how do you set up your friends without it being awkward? Like, how do you even have that follow through? Because there's a lot of maybe single people out there 
that wish their friends would set them up. Or maybe there's people that are married that are like, I need to be better at setting my single friends up. And so what would you say to those people? How do you set people up? Okay. I have a couple of thoughts. One, if you are currently single and you are open to being set up, you need to verbalize it, right? There, I feel like there are so many people that would love to get set up, but maybe they feel embarrassed by like verbalizing that they would like to be set up. And that is silly because it's not an embarrassing thing. That's how people used to meet all the time. All the time. So, yeah. So if you are single and you want to meet someone, you must verbalize to your friends. I really would like to be set up. Please set me up. That is step one. Step two is don't, when you're trying to set people up, don't set people up that don't want to be set up. Like ask them, like if I had Kendra, if you had said, no, I don't want to be set up. And then I saw Will at the party and I said, Hey, Will, do you want to go on a date with my friend Kendra? And he said, yes. Then it's this awkward thing because Kendra didn't want to be set up, but Will did. That's true. Because you both were open to being set up. It made it a much easier process. And three, and I think this is my third kind of thing to make setups, not awkward is this might be kind of controversial. And I think that you could set people up in a variety of different ways, but I think this is the best way to do it is don't be sneaky about it. Just be honest with the two parties of what you want to do instead of, I think everybody tries to do setups like, Hey, I'm going to invite Kendra over for dinner. And then I'm going to invite five other people over for dinner. And then I'm going to invite Will over for dinner. And hopefully the like, make a connection at this random dinner full of random people and maybe they'll date and you're being sneaky about it. And I feel like it's really hard to make a connection in a situation like that. So don't be sneaky. Don't try to be sneaky about how you set people up. Just do it and just go to the two parties and say, do you want to go on a date with my friend? Yes. Go to the other party and say, do you want to go on a date with my friend? And then exchange their exchange their contact information and then they can do it. I personally would rather meet someone and know that it's a date than meet someone in a group setting and be confused on what the intention is. You and Will are now married and I set you guys up and I set up another one of my friends and she is now engaged. And both of those scenarios, I wasn't sneaky. I just exchanged, exchanged contact information And they were all, all parties involved knew what the situation was. And the nice thing about doing that and like being how you told everyone what was going on is you're no longer the middleman and it's no longer like on your hands, how it works out. Cause like, you're like no longer like invested in that way of like trying to manage all the emotions or like manage all the parties. And so if if each person knows, then you're kind of like, all right, you guys agreed. You're like signed up for it. Now balls in your court to take it where you need to take it. Yeah. And I think that makes it, I think, I think that people that want to be set up, that's like the key is like, they have to want to be set up. And I feel like we get sneaky when it's like, you know, really great single guy, but he's like not actually interested in dating at all. But you're like, oh, he'd be so great with this girl. So you get sneaky. You like try to make it work. I've done that multiple times. Yeah. But if both parties know that they're interested in being in a relationship, then going on a date is like the easiest way to kind of decide if they like each other. And so that's why I think 
you just, if you're single, you need to vocalize that you want to be set up. If you are the person doing the setup, don't set up people that aren't interested in dating and don't be sneaky about it. That's my advice on how to make it not awkward. Okay. Don't be sneaky about it. If I could go back and tell 28 year old Kendra not to be sneaky about it. I think some of the setups I tried to do would have gone way better. And maybe my record would have been two out of two, Maddie, but I'm zero out of 10. Um, all right. So what happens? Because now that I know you're, you tried to set up another couple and it didn't necessarily go as well. They are not engaged or married. So what happens? They're dating. <laughs> or they're dating. dating. <laughs> or they're or talking. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. They're probably friends. But what happens when a setup doesn't go well? Okay. Well, I think the first thing that I had to come to terms with, I just got lucky, right? So you and Will were the first people I ever set up. And then the second people I ever set up are now engaged. And I felt pretty arrogant about my record. Like I thought I was really good at this. I was going to be the next host of The Bachelor. And then I... Uh, met a great guy who was really wonderful and single. And I thought I asked him if he wanted to be set up and he said he did. And so then I introduced him to another one of my friends and I asked her if she wanted to be set up and I did. And I got out of the way. I just exchanged their information. They talked, they set up a date. It was great, but then it didn't go anywhere. And I kind of knew when I set them up, I wasn't confident in the connection. Okay. And I was just going to do it anyway. Cause like, why not? They're both adults. They can decide if they like each other. <laughs> um, and it tainted my record cause they didn't go out. They, I think they went on three you listen to your gut. I know, but it tainted my record, but here's the thing. I think that, um, we have to lose this mentality when we set people up that they're going to end up married it's okay if they don't end up married. Um, and I think that as a friend, when you follow through and you set them up with somebody else, it kind of like takes the pressure of dating. What am I trying to say? I'm trying to say like dating in itself can be a really horrible experience, right? Like, absolutely. especially when you're doing like apps and things like that, And it also can feel like a very lonely experience, especially as you get older in your twenties or even in your thirties and you're still single and your friends have slowly married off. You feel like very alone in like the plight of dating, but when a friend comes alongside of you and sets you up and like is part of this whole process of dating, it kind of takes the like loneliness of the situation away and it makes you feel more supported And so when a setup doesn't work, like it did with my friend, I think she wasn't mad at me that I sent her on a few dates with a guy that she wasn't interested in. If anything, it made her feel valued that I thought of her and I wanted to introduce her to someone. And two, it made her feel less alone in the whole dating journey of like trying to find a person. So I think if a setup doesn't work, that's totally okay. Um, but I think the benefit of setting people up is that friendship connection of you didn't just think about them. You thought about them and you followed through and maybe it didn't work out, but that's okay. And that friend might have felt loved because you put yourself on a limb to do it. That's a really good point. And I think you bring up a good point of like, 
first loneliness when it comes to dating, because sometimes you don't want to vocalize that you want to be set up, or you don't want to vocalize that you wish that you were in a relationship with somebody because you don't want to sound desperate or look like that's all you talk about or whatnot. So I think a lot of the times when somebody's single, at least from my experience, like I just tried really not to bring it up. Um, but you bring up a good point about people being in like different seasons of life. And so when people do move on and maybe they end up being married, it can be easy maybe for single people to feel left behind or maybe not as important. And so even if a married person comes alongside a single person and like invites them to dinner still or invites them out and there's opportunity to meet other people if they're interested in dating, I think, oh, don't mind the train. This happened on another podcast, but I think it just makes makes it all the more fun. Just <laughs> but I think it's really important just like for the different stages of life, not to deter away from, I don't know, that single person and like taking away from what they might be going through too and like supporting them in that. And so what would you say to somebody who's in a different stage of life than the single person? Like what advice would you give to somebody as they come alongside somebody who's single? Yeah. Well, I think it's important. Like I am not married. Right. And when I was setting up like you and Will, like I was not even dating, I don't think. So I think it's important, like you can set people up as like a married person and maybe you have connections because your spouse uh, knows like other single people, like that's like awesome. But I also think you can set people up even in like your season of singleness because there are just such a limited amount of single great people. So why wouldn't you try to introduce them all, right? Um, but I also think for people that are in different seasons of life, kind of, you already said it, Kendra, like just supporting them. And like, maybe I kind of said this earlier, like you have to set people up who want to be set up. Right. And if your friend does not want to be set up and she is single, then just support her in that, that she's really excited about her career or she's really excited about whatever it is that she's doing instead of like dating, that's a really exciting thing. And it doesn't make her less of a person that you can invite to dinner or whatever. I also really think if you are in a relationship and you have friends that are single, always invite them to third wheel, right? Like I think so many times we think we have to be like really polished when we get together with friends or we get together with single friends it has to be like a girl's night because they don't have a boyfriend, but I've always appreciated when my friends who are married or my friends are in relationships have invited me into kind of their everyday life. And that means having dinner at their house with her and her husband or going to a concert with her and her husband. And I never have felt uncomfortable being the third wheel. I've always felt really valued and included. That's good. So somebody that we're, you and I are both friends with Megan, her and I have had a conversation very similar to this. And she said, she always appreciates when her married friends or those friends that are in relationships invites her, invites her over on Friday nights or Sunday afternoons. And I said, why specifically Friday nights and Sunday afternoons? And she said, well, I think those are the times when I feel the most lonely because Friday nights are usually like kicking off the weekend. That's when a lot of couples like go out and maybe go on dates and then Sunday afternoons is after church. And that's when a lot of couples are like getting ready for the week. And so it can feel very lonely to like 
go grocery shopping or meal prep by yourself. And so those are just two um, pivotal times that she was like, that's just the times I wish I was invited out to do something. And so I thought that was very insightful, especially as somebody who's married, I can kind of get into my routines of what Friday nights and Sunday afternoons look like. And it just made me more aware of when to invite my single friends in or, or when to invite them out or whatever that looks like. Yeah. That's so great. I thought so too. I was like, Oh, I didn't know there were specific times, but just being aware. That's really good. All right. So Maddie, what would you say to somebody who wants to set up one of their friends? Like what other advice do you have for them? Or what's one more piece of advice you would have as they're looking to set up their friends? Um, and just being like the go-to friend to help them maybe get out in the dating world. Okay. So I think, and this isn't, this is not my advice. Some, a friend told me this once. Um, she told me that she was going to be praying that the right person would be paying attention at the right time when the right guy came along and person would be paying attention at the right time for the right guy to come along when the right guy came. I knew I was missing a word. Yeah. No, the right person would be paying attention at the right time when the right guy came along. It meaning that if I have a friend who I really want to like meet someone and that is something that she desires to meet someone, that is something I pray a lot that for this person who I know has a desire to meet someone and be in a relationship that I'm going to pray that the right person is paying attention at the right time when the right guy comes along, meaning that it doesn't have to be me that does the setting up. It just means that I'm praying that if somebody in her circle meets somebody and they think this guy would be the perfect guy for this girl, that they're paying attention to it and they're going to like lean into that. And so I think if you really want to set people up, maybe, and maybe you have like two people in your head that you really want to set up, that's like a whole different conversation. But if you just have friends that you know desire to be in a relationship, like praying that prayer specifically, I think is such a way that we can support our friends and like be part of the setup process, even if we don't know the right person. Does that make sense? I think that's brilliant. And it's just being intentional and then taking the pressure off of feeling like you have to make it work or have to be on guard. You're just really leaving it up to the Lord and and paying attention and opening your eyes. And I will say I, the friend that prayed that for me, she prayed it for me in like, March of 2021 and the boy that I'm currently dating and I met in April of 2021 and we met through a setup and it was a very random setup. I was at coffee with a friend who had never once like offered to introduce me to any of her husband's friends and we were at coffee and I had a plus one to a wedding, which is, I feel like such a rarity when you're single to get a plus one to a wedding. That's true. And I wanted to bring someone cause I had a plus one and it was really exciting. And I thought it would be such a great thing to like have someone to bring to the wedding. And she said, Oh, I can find you somebody to go to this wedding with you. Like that will be an easy, like we can find somebody that will want to take you to this wedding. And she thought of a guy who is now my boyfriend, but it was such a testament to that prayer because she was the right person that was paying attention at the right time 
And she thought of like the right guy. And she would have never known if I hadn't expressed that I wanted to take someone to the wedding. But I really do feel like the Lord went ahead of me in that conversation to like peak her heart to pay attention when the right person came along. Um, and I just think that's really important. That's a really good point. And do, do you think weddings are a good place to meet somebody like off the record? What do you think about weddings <laughs> being a place to meet somebody? Okay. Well, I, I, love weddings. <laughs> I obviously had a great experience. Um, it was a work like it was my boss's daughter's wedding, which is even more hilarious when you think about it. So, you know, I took him to this wedding. I didn't know him. He was like a stranger. Right. And he met on the dance floor. Yeah. Kendra was there. She experienced Kendra witnessed my first date. Isn't that so funny? (laughs) Um, but I mean, it was definitely, if you want to see how someone responds to maybe uncomfortable situations, definitely bring them to a wedding. I've never had luck like meeting single people at weddings. Okay. I, I'm sure that happens. Um, all right, Maddie. So before we sign off on this wonderful uh, conversation about setting up your friends, um, number one, do you have anything else you want to add about this whole conversation? Um, I really felt like you filled us with really good things, but just wanted to give you the floor one last time, you know? I think my thing, I think my last thing that I want to just say is don't overthink it. If you want to set someone up and we kind of talked about this earlier, but if you want to set someone up, lose the mentality that they have to get married from your setup and just don't overthink it, especially if it's two adults who are interested in dating you, they don't have to be the perfect match to go on a date. And so maybe just take the pressure off yourself. Don't overthink it and let them figure out if they like each other. And if they don't like each other, don't take it personally. And if they do like each other, I mean, put it on your resume. That's what I'm going to do about conjuring well. (laughs) Put it on your resume. That's right. You don't have to be a matchmaker. You're just being a good friend. If they both want to be set up. Yeah. A good friend is a really great thing to be. Um, all right. So Maddie, uh, what is your favorite? Something I ask all the guests on the podcast has to do with chips because obviously friendship with Kendra, what is your favorite kind of chip? Oh, I knew you were going to ask me this. I love kettle cooked barbecue chips. Ooh, barbecue. Okay. From anywhere specific, like, um, another guest said barbecue chips from Jimmy John's. So like, do you have a specific kind? No, I don't have a specific kind, but they really have to be kettle cooked. Right. Like and the crunchy, they cannot be like thin and yeah, I get it. I like the kettle cooked. I even like the Carolina barbecue, barbecue chips, but I'll take any. Man, I'll take any too. Gosh, so good. All right. And then if somebody wants to connect with you or maybe follow along in your setup journey, <laughs> how can they do that? Where can they find you? Okay. Well, they can find me on Instagram. It's Maddie Vincent. Um, and if they want to get set up, just like DM me and maybe we can set like do some like fun stuff in my DMs. That would be awesome. I really, I really need to meet more single boys. So the call, cause I do have a lot of guy listeners. So just kidding. I really don't mostly women. Um, but if you are a guy and you are single listening to this friendship with Kendra podcast, please DM Maddie. Yeah. DM me. I'm not single, but I know right. girls. So Right. She has some single girls that she knows. So, all right, Maz, that is so good. Thank you so much for your advice. I love what you said about 
the prayer and then also just ensuring that both parties want to be set up. I think that would help with a lot of awkwardness and pressure. So thank you for your advice, your wealth of wisdom, Mads. Uh, Thanks for having me, Kendra. Don't you just love Maddie? I think she is the absolute best and I loved her take on setting up your friends. So challenge, if you are single and you want to meet somebody, go ahead and tell your friends so they know or DM Maddie on Instagram at Maddie Vincent. I'll put it in the show notes and you can follow along on her fun sandwich and friend and dating journey. And hey, for those of you who may be married or maybe you don't necessarily want to date, but you want to help your friends and set them up, don't be sneaky about it. That's our challenge. Just let everyone know what's going on. All right, everybody. Hey, it's been fun talking with you. Until next time.